Blessed be the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I say shalom to the bride of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Uh, we are going to be blessed this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Just because of only one thing, because he's in the midst. Hallelujah. Amen. He has promised that where two or three are gathered, they will be in their midst. So if you believe that, then you are going to be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Um, this morning, since it's December, hallelujah, is that month where we normally give gifts, hallelujah, amen, so, and then now I only realize when the pastor says you must preach that now, I'm closing the, I'm closing the, 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 the preaching for the year, hallelujah, and then now uh, my subject this morning will be the right approach to God's gifts, 
So it's December, so I'm just going to say the right approach to God's gift. Hallelujah. As we turn to, to the book of First uh, Chronicles chapter 13, verse, we start from 1 to, to 13. Thank you, musician. First Chronicles chapter 13 from verse 1 to 14. And then just to save time, I'll just read alone. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And, David cons- and David consulted with the captains of thousands and hundreds and with every leader. And David saith unto all the congregation of Israel, if it seem good unto you, and that it be of the Lord our God. Let us send abroad unto our brethren everywhere that are left in the land of Israel, and with them also the priests and Levites which are in the cities and suburbs, that they may gather themselves unto us. And let us bring again the ark of God to us, for we inquire not at it in the days of Saul. And all the congregation said that, they will do so, for the thing was right in the eyes of all the people. So David gathered all Israel together from Shehor of Egypt, even unto entering of Hamath, to bring the ark of God from Kishas Jerim. And David went up, and all Israel to Balaam, that is to Kisham Jerim, which belonged to Judah, to bring up thence the ark of God the Lord that dwelleth between the cherubims, whose name is called on it. And they carried the ark of God in a new cart out of the house of Abinadab. And Uzzah and Ahio drave the cart. And David and all Israel played before God with all their might, and with singing, and with harps, and with psalteries, and with timbrels, and with cymbals, and with trumpets. And when they came unto the threshold, threshing floor of Shidon, Uzzah put forth his hand to hold the ark, for the oxen stumbled, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah, and he smote him, because he put his hand to the ark, and there he died before God. And David was displeased, because the Lord had made the breach upon Uzzah, wherefore that place is called Perez Uzzah to this day. And David was afraid of God that day, saying, How shall I bring the ark of God home to me? So David brought not the ark home to himself, to the city of David, but carried, as, carried it aside into the house of Obed-Edom, the Jittatai. And the ark of God remaineth with family of Obed-Edom in the house three months and the Lord blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that he had. Then chapter 15 on the very same, from verse, verse 1. And David made him houses in the city of David and prepared a place for ark of God and pitch for it a tent. Then David said, none ought to carry the ark of God but the Levites. For them had the Lord chosen to carry the ark of God and to minister unto him forever. Hallelujah. May God richly bless the reading of the word as we bow down to ask the blessings. Hallelujah. Our dear Heavenly Father, 
here we are this day, Heavenly Father. Just Heavenly Father, uh, service before the Christmas, Heavenly Father. Father, we are thankful of what you have done for us throughout the year, Heavenly Father. We know the journey has not been an easy one, Heavenly Father. There were ups and downs, Heavenly Father, but we hold on, Heavenly Father, to you as Christ, Heavenly Father. We, Heavenly Father, even the devil, when he wanted to shake us, Heavenly Father, Father, we know, Heavenly Father, we wrong against you, Father, but Heavenly Father, we repent daily, Heavenly Father, and hold on, Heavenly Father, to your mission, Heavenly Father. Here we are this morning, we have read the word, Heavenly Father. Who, Heavenly Father, on earth can be able to interpret it, Heavenly Father? None, Father, but only the Heavenly Father. That's why we ask your blessings, Heavenly Father. May you come, descend, Heavenly Father, and talk to our hearts, Heavenly Father. Give us something, Heavenly Father, so that when we end the year, Heavenly Father, we can be blessed, Heavenly Father. We ask blessings, Heavenly Father. We ask, Heavenly Father, that thou shalt, Heavenly Father, bless each and everyone that is here. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we also pray, Heavenly Father, for those, Heavenly Father, that have went, uh, Heavenly Father, away, Heavenly Father, they are on the way. May you, Heavenly Father, bless them with all traveling mercies, Heavenly Father, the destinations where they are going, Heavenly Father, some they are going to be with their family, friends, some to relax, Heavenly Father. All these things, Father, we say, bless them wherever they are, Heavenly Father. May you also bless the pastor in Venda, Heavenly Father, his minister in there, Heavenly Father. We ask the blessings for him, Heavenly Father. Father, we hand uh, the proceeding further on in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray, amen. Amen. Yeah, you may take the comfort of your seats. Hallelujah. So this morning, as I said, um, our topic will be the right approach to God's uh, gifts. And we know that now uh, the word uh, approach means a way of dealing with the situation of a problem. Hallelujah. And then the gift is a thing that is given willingly to someone without payment. So God has given his chosen ones, meaning us, the bride, the gifts without price, without money, but there is a way to approach them. Hallelujah. Amen. Paragraph 45, the angel and the commission. Amen. God says, uh, the prophet says, uh, and the gift is what God has sent down, and he gives gifts back to men. God operates by the Holy Spirit through men. So a man is God's agent. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So a prophet was a vindicated person. A prophet is a vindicated person from birth coming down with the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Jeremiah says, now before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordain thee a prophet unto the nations. Amen. Matthew ten forty one says, He that receiveth a prophet in the name of the prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. Hallelujah. Amen. And then Amos 3 verse 7 now says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealeth his secret unto his servants, the prophets. Hallelujah. So we see that now our prophet, William Marion Brenham, even, was the chosen and vindicated uh, prophet for our age. So it is the gift to this age. Hallelujah. So his ministry throughout, he was firm to it. Hallelujah. And then uh, called to the word. Hallelujah. And then now uh, he also revealed it 
secrets of the hour to us. Hallelujah. People are going up and down. Hallelujah. Here on the earth. Amen. They are seeking the real truth. Hallelujah. And only to find that now the real truth is with the prophet. Hallelujah. So now by you, God revealing the prophet of your age. Hallelujah. Amen. And then it is a gift to you. Hallelujah. All what you need to do is just heavenly for to relax. Tap those blessings what the prophet have said and utilize them. Hallelujah. And the whole life will be, you will be a blessed person. Hallelujah. Paragraph 37, um, 508, hallelujah. And then we know that the angel has come to the prophet to say, you are to take the gift of divine healing to the peoples of the world. If you will be sincere when you pray and make people believe in you, nothing shall stand in front of you. I will be with thee. Amen. There is your gift, hallelujah. And then we know that now, without Malachi 4, Hallelujah. Those um, uh, seals that John, amen, was uh, forbidden to write, there couldn't be a person but Malachi afford to reveal them. And then we are the privileged one, hallelujah, to receive those blessings. I mean, the prophet has to be the first to believe that, that commission of the angel. It was the only way to approach that gift. No any other way. He was to be humble, sincere, and believe. So that was that gift, hallelujah. So now, uh, as we are believing this message of the hour, we are not going to be apologetic. It is our prophet, hallelujah. Nobody has just brought, hallelujah, his ideology or his uh, ministry, hallelujah. We know that what we are believed in, it has come through the Malachi for hallelujah. So now, how are we going to approach gift in this age? The right approach will be this Malachi 4 way. Amen. If you are to escape a judgment, hallelujah. Amen. This is the way to take it. Hallelujah. Hosea chapter 12 verse 13. And by the prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by the prophet was he preserved. Hallelujah. So the same goes to us. By the prophet we were brought out of this world, meaning the worldly things. Hallelujah. Amen. Our denomination, we were thinking, we were praying, hallelujah. We were serving God, but we were far away from serving God. Hallelujah. And by the message of this hour, we are going to be preserved. Hallelujah. As Hosea has said, hallelujah. And we are dead from the old life. Hallelujah. And we know that when, when we say a thing is dead, hallelujah. Even if you can scream at it, shout at it, or talk softly to it, if it's dead, it's dead. It will never hear anything. So now when we say that former life has died, hallelujah, it means now the, uh, the things of the past, you cannot do them anymore, hallelujah. That's why one of our songs says now, the things that I used to do, I do them no more, because that life is what? is dead. Even if the world is trying to holler at us to say that now, oh, there is a nice time, there is nightclubs, there is what, what, uh, but now we are dead from all those things. We cannot hear that because now we are married to Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Wherefore, come out of, from among them and be ye separate, save the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. I will receive you and I will be a father unto you. And ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. 
that gift is here. It's been revealed to you. Take it. Run with it the right way. Hallelujah. So where we have read, we see that uh, King David, after the anointing to be the king by the prophet Samuel, hallelujah, during the time of Saul, uh, the ark was not in the camp of Israel. So now after David has been anointed the king, he had desire in himself to say that now uh, we must go and get the ark back to the camp of Israel because he knew one thing. When the ark, which symbolizes Christ, and Christ is the way, hallelujah. When the ark was in the camp of Israel, Israel was all blessed all the way, hallelujah. So now that was the desire of David uh, to go and get the cart, hallelujah, which is the right thing, hallelujah. Even in this age, that's all what we need in ourselves, to have that ark, the weight. If you are with the weight, hallelujah, amen, God is going to bless you. But now we see the approach of David in this. From verse 1, it says, now, now David consulted with the captains of thousands and hundreds and with every leader. Hallelujah. Remember, there was a prophet at that age, Nathaniel. Hallelujah. David was anointed king, not anointed prophet at that time. So now the prophet of the hour was Nathaniel. So David, instead of going to Nathaniel, to ask how can we approach uh, that gift that God has given to us to bring back the ark. Then he went and consulted with the wrong people. Hallelujah. And then now those captains, now they came up with the designs. Hallelujah. They came up with the card thing. Hallelujah. And you cannot put the ark of God. You cannot put the weight on your designs. You cannot put your weight on the new thing. Hallelujah. God, uh, the weight is, uh, the Christ is our weight. So now the only basis that you'll, that your faith must hold on, it is the weight. Hallelujah. Other than that, faith come by hearing and hearing the word of God. Hallelujah. So now the captain advises him to say that now, and then we will design the cut, and then we'll even put some shock absorbers so that when it's when it goes, then it can bounce back. You know, those are the captains. Hallelujah. But it is not them. The mission of David was right, but the approach was wrong. Hallelujah. So now the captain now didn't what the captain advised him wrongly. He didn't go back to the basics, which is the weight of the hour. So that's why we are to stay with this weight of our hour in this uh, uh, time. Hallelujah. And then we see that now. Um, as the cart was moving, hallelujah, then when it get those bumpers, then it stumbled. As it stumbled, Uzzah then wanted to uh, prevent it from falling, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And then what happens is that now by mere touching, hallelujah, touching the weight, hallelujah, the ark, and then it, he was not ordained for that duty, hallelujah. And then if you are not ordained for that duty, stay away from it. Hallelujah. Amen. You have nothing to do with it. Hallelujah. And then you will bring a curse in your life. Hallelujah. And Uzzah was also wanting to do the right thing just to prevent the ark from falling. It is the right thing. But now the approach, the basic is the ark. Immediately you hold it, it shall be held by the levers. They shall put it on the shoulder. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And then we see that by wrong approach, death was in the camp. Hallelujah. Instead of the blessings in the camp. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. And then now, David, after realizing that now, oh, things now are other way, hallelujah, he didn't even want to bring the ark to, 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 to the camp of Israel. So now it bothers for three months at the house of Obed-Edom, the Egyptite. So hallelujah. But now look what happens there. While the ark was in the house of Obed-Edom, amen, the Bible says now, the Lord has bled the house of Obed-Edom and all that he had. Hallelujah. So the whole house wasn't to, meaning that now when you have Christ, if Christ is in your heart, if God has revealed it, it's in your heart, there is no way you will have some bad luck. There is no way you will be out of way. God will be there and then you'll be blessed. Hallelujah. You might not realize those blessings. Hallelujah. But they are there. Only thing that you have to do, that's why the angel of this age was just saying, only believe, only believe. All things are possible. Hallelujah. But why, David, should such a bad thing happen? You cannot approach God the way you feel, the way you are led. Upon the excitement, then you tell us it's a revelation. We're talking the anointed king here. Hallelujah. So now being anointed, it doesn't mean that now you're automatically entitled to those blessings. Hallelujah. You still have to go back to the basics. Hallelujah. Amen. Paragraph 43, trying to to do God's service without being the will of God. Preaching 65, 07, 18 in the morning. God revealed this word in the season and to whom he chooses to reveal it to. God chooses who he reveals it to. He chose that before the foundation of the world. All of his doings were foreknown by him, hidden from men. He just reveals them as he will. It is his chosen season, his chosen person. And he never did choose a party or sect. It's a chosen person how he does it. Who is it that will dare to correct him and say, now, Lord, you made a mistake by putting this man in this ministry. This man does not believe like we believe. Who is going to tell God he is wrong in it? It will take somebody that's little more than of a delinquent than I am to tell him that. He knows what he's doing. He knows who to choose and who not to choose what to do and when to do it, no matter how much we think that a certain person is qualified to do a certain job. God knows who is qualified for the time and the season or the time and the right time to do it. Hallelujah. And the real true Christian, the real true believer in God, waits upon the Lord for, the, for, the, for these things. Wait, wait on the ministry. If you feel... A call, be sure that it's God. Hallelujah. Be sure that it's right. Be sure it's timelessly of what you are saying. The Bible said, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with the wings like an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. If they walk, they shall not faint. Hallelujah. In the message um, adoption, Paragraph 51. Now, this is uh, the church is always trying to take somebody else's corner, but don't do that. You can never raise corn in Ephraim's corner if you are manas. 
You've got to take your place in Christ, positionally take it. Hallelujah. Everyone has got a position in Christ. Hallelujah. As the whole body is having eyes, fingers, heart, lungs, hallelujah, arms, legs, each and every part has got a purpose in this body to function well. Hallelujah. So now even in Christ, hallelujah, positionally where you are, uh, you play a role. Hallelujah. Maybe you might not realize it. You cannot be a preacher, hallelujah. But every time, Sunday, Wednesday, you prepare yourself to go, somebody is looking at you, hallelujah. And then that life ministers to the unbeliever, hallelujah. Amen. Trying to go God's service without it being a God's will. Paragraph 232. My brother, don't you miss this and my sister. You who want to be women preacher and so forth, don't you miss this. No matter how much your anointing is, you've got to get in God's provided position. David's anointing was all right. But in doing it, he got enthused and stepped over the boundary line. What did he do? He stepped over the boundary line instead of putting the ark in its original position. He carried to a new cart and not over the hearts of the Levites. It was supposed to be carried on the shoulder of the Levites, which is over the heart. The word is not in the mind. It's in the heart, not a new cart. What was that? Uh, David, uh, it's the baptism of the Holy Ghost in the heart of a man. And not in some ecclesial move. The Holy Spirit is a treasure of God's love in the heart of men and women to obey. Hallelujah. Amen. The real word of the season of that age was ignored because they had a lot of emotion. But David, the anointed king, he was the king, but he was the anointed king. You say, I'm a minister, anointed. Then stay a minister. Don't try to be a prophet. See, if you are evangelist, stay evangelist. Hallelujah. Amen. Remember the Uzziah in the days of Isaiah. Hallelujah. The prophet continues here. The young prophet. Uzziah was a great man, anointed man. God blessed him. And one day he got so highly up till he thought he could take the office of a priest. And he took the fire and went in before the Lord. Then the priest told him, don't do that, Uzziah. But he got exalted. The prophet couldn't tell him nothing. The priest noted their order. They was keeping their order. That's not your order, Uzziah. Don't do that. Well, he made them shut up. And he went with the fire to offer. Take priest's job. He was anointed king, not a priest. And those priests were trying to tell him, you are a wonderful king. You are anointed. God has blessed us by you. But you are a king, not a prophet. And you, pastors, shouldn't never tell a prophet what to do or the evangelist tell a pastor. See, each one has uh, his office in the perfectly identified. So he went in the fire and was stricken down with leprosy and died. That was not the right approach, hallelujah. We see also that now if you don't take 
the right approach to this God's gift, hallelujah, you will bring death unto your life, hallelujah, amen, even if it's not a physical death, hallelujah, but remember, when you are not saving God uh, in a right way, hallelujah, you are already dead while you are moving, hallelujah, the wrong approach now, King David, he consulted with the captains and never with the weight. And the word says, I'll make myself known unto the prophets. Hallelujah. They fail to go to the basics. Hallelujah. How many times we put ourselves on things which at later stage they make heavy loads on us. Making us hard to serve the Lord. You can't sleep at night. You're always planning, counting, thinking. Hallelujah. We Talk like the captains of David, uh, of, of David. You can hardly, hallelujah. I'm trying now to show you now why are we so heavy laden in our days, hallelujah. We are putting more loads on ourselves, hallelujah. And then it is hard for us even to serve God proper, hallelujah. But those things, it's our choice, hallelujah. We have selected them. You can hardly wait for three months for something. Maybe you need sofas, you need a kitchen unit, or you want to buy a car. You can't even wait to be at the right position. You are just in a hurry, hallelujah, just to get that, hallelujah. But it is not the right approach. You haven't even consulted God. Hallelujah, to say, God, this is what I need. Amen, and you can't even wait for God to respond. You have already jumped. Hallelujah. Some of us, we jump, hallelujah. 36, 48, 70, 72 months, high interest. We are on high purchase, hallelujah. You can't, you fail to wait for three or four weeks. But you have that patience to pay for interest for 72 months. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we should, th- we should change the way we approach things. I know it's December now. We are reflecting, hallelujah, on what we have done and we are planning ahead. Hallelujah. Amen. And then it is that uh, uh, season where there is hype for gifts by this and all that. If it is not, hallelujah, the right time, hallelujah, don't you do it. You are just putting a burden on yourself. And that thing is going to stay with you for over a long period. Hallelujah. Remember now Israel with the unbelief when they get out of Egypt. Hallelujah. Instead of getting into the promised land for a shorter period, then it was a long way. Hallelujah. Why? Because there was an unbelief in the camp and God was dealing with that unbelief. Hallelujah. So even yourself, don't put that long way. Hallelujah. Amen. And then we find out also that now these um, choices that we made, hallelujah, if they are not at the right time, hallelujah, then we see that now um, their results are bad. We always consulted with uh, the captains of our day. And one of our captains of our day, the big elder, is Mr. Google. Hallelujah. Amen. Whatever that you need, hallelujah, you can't go to the doctor. You just Google it, and then and now there they prescribe to you. Hallelujah. You want to start a business, Google it. There is a, a business plan. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No prayer, just in your hand with your calculator. But all those things, 
They are the ones that are bringing us, that are giving us depression, that are giving us to worry. Hallelujah. The captains, hallelujah, not the prophet of the hour. So now those captains today, this is Mr. Google. Hallelujah. But if you have planned and done things the right way, and then things happen to go other way, not according to your expectation, know that he is God. Maybe he's just taking you through the back part of the desert where the sun is scorching, no cushions there, hallelujah, to show you something, molding you. When you get out of that condition, you can glorify God, hallelujah. I remember when I... I quit my job, hallelujah. I went to business, hallelujah. I gave myself five years to say that, oh, five years, I should be having millions rolling in my, in my accounts, hallelujah. And then now this year, um, it's the fifth year that I'm in business, hallelujah. So now, according to Mr. Google, the captains of the day, hallelujah, Hey, I was supposed to be on a eight digits figures. Those that know mathematics know how much. That is more than 10 million. <laughs> Hallelujah. So Mr. Google has just said that. I just punched the thing. Things are right. I'm in for it. Hallelujah. Amen. But here I am, five years. Where are those millions? Hallelujah. God is still taking me through there backside of the desert, hallelujah. Instead of jumping, hallelujah, hallelujah, I'm just taking a long time, hallelujah, so that now hey, he can take out all those unwanted things. Pegging, hallelujah. You know, if you wanted a, a tree of a peach, peaches amen, to be a more fruit, hallelujah, you always get rid of those unwanted branches, hallelujah, so that now it can be a it, each season when it comes, therefore, there should be a more fruit. So now I'm in that uh, um, position. So don't you ever try to get excited. Hallelujah. Always start, hallelujah, with God. Hallelujah. Amen. Seek ye the kingdom of God and the rest shall be given. That's the basis of the word. Amen. Amen. But Amen. even if you have planned right, but things they don't go according you have consulted God but no, be still and know that I am God I am the God that still heal thy diseases maybe it's taking long but I am God that still heal thy diseases amen is there a situation in me whereby now my millions I know my millions are coming but was it the right time the right approach that still remains because now Mr. Google has failed five years is past hallelujah amen Paragraph 7, believers' position in Christ. Then Moses lost all the hopes and all the power that he had, thinking that freedom was in for the children of Israel. He has lost all thoughts of freedom till God met him one day in a burning bush. And then when God's season came along just exactly, when he revealed his plan to Moses. Now the reason that Moses had forgot about freedom God's promise that he will free them, but God hadn't forgot his promise. Moses tried in himself and failed. And that's what the church has done many times. We have tried in ourselves to do things when we fail to find God's element of time. 
There it is. Hallelujah. In that message. Hallelujah. 5501 16a. Hallelujah. We have tried in ourselves to do things when we fail to find God's element of time. God's got a time for all things. We got a time that we can plow, plow corn. Then at the time that we can harvest. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We cannot plow and harvest at the same time. Hallelujah. Amen. So during harvest, uh, plowing, therefore, you should enjoy all what it takes there. You should be there in the field where the sun is so hot. Hallelujah. Amen. And then enjoy it for years. Hallelujah. Before you can do, before you can uh, get to the harvest. Amen. You can't, you can't say I plant my wheat today and tomorrow and go out and harvest it. God has times for season. He has season for his weight. He has times in the scriptures here where it says, and the presence of the Lord was there to heal the sick. That's what when Jesus ministering to, and the presence of the Lord was there to heal the sick. Maybe other times the presence of the Lord wasn't there to heal the sick. And we found out that God works seasonally. And now when Moses, when he had failed to find what was the time limit of God. Paragraph 9. Then when God revealed himself to him in the burning bush, he found out then that the very thing that was in the burning bush was the thing that he left. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That's what Moses had found out after 40 years in the wilderness. Is then that now he find that now I was just lacking this, just to meet God personally. Hallelujah. And then, and then Israel would have long time been taken out. Amen. And I think that's a whole lot with us today. That many times we try to do the program ourselves and fail to get what was in the burning bush. The direct revelation of the will and time of God. Hallelujah. Shalom, paragraph uh, 201, 6401-12. Many people ask, why? They ask, sometimes they ask me, why must these things happen? What? Why this happened to me? Why did I start and this happened? I had this trouble here and this upset me here. I lost this here. Sometimes I've asked why. When I was just a young minister, first started out, did God take my wife right, right out from under me? Take my baby right from beneath me? Right beneath my heart? Why did he do that? I didn't know at that time. Hallelujah. But I do now. That's what the prophet is saying. I just held my hand in his and kept trusting God. Hallelujah. That's what we should do. He knows every junction. He knows the rhythm. When it must take place. He knows what it takes to mold you. He knows what kind of material he's going to use. The backside of the desert sometimes where God molds righteous men into sages and prophets. See? That's what men are beat out. Men are beat out in the weight. When they got all kind of creed and stuff in them, let, the, let them come to the weight and God beats it right out of them. 
he molds it right into this, into a great symphony, his weight. Hallelujah. Psalms 37 verse 39, it says, But the salvation of the righteous is of the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. Hallelujah. So if you don't trust in him, who is going to, who is going to look after you? Hallelujah. Amen. You remember Elisha? Hallelujah. When they wanted to capture the king, hallelujah, because he was troublesome. Every time they wanted to take Israel into bondage, they already have the plan. Then somebody tipped them and said that the reason those things happen is because the gift is in the camp. And that gift was Elisha. Amen. So now that Elisha, hallelujah, uh, the, the servant thought now, uh, now we are outnumbered, outpowered, but now he didn't see the other world, hallelujah, but God revealed the other world to him, hallelujah, and then and now, that is the trust in God that we have, let us turn to the book of uh, James chapter 1, uh, James chapter 1, let us just read some, see what God is saying under James chapter 1. Um, so that to encourage you, so that now you are not discouraged. Verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptation, knowing this does the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God, that giveth all men liberally, and abradeth not, it shall be given to him. So now maybe in your situation, hallelujah, you'll find that always you are making wrong decisions, hallelujah. Always when you try this, it's because now you are not in line with God. Hallelujah. Your approach is wrong. It doesn't mean you are not a believer. You are the believer. But your approach is wrong. Sometimes now you have to just wait. Be patient. Remember all those uh, stature of a perfect man. Upon your faith, you must build um, temperance, all those things. And patience is one of them. Hallelujah. And then if you feel that now... ah. It's like I'm making always the stupid decision. Hallelujah. You go to God. Ask, it shall be given. Verse 5, it says that now, ask the wisdom of God. And the wisdom of God, it will be one first, to fear God. That is the first part. Hallelujah. Wisdom of God, the first part is to fear God. Hallelujah. And then he's going to give you all that wisdom. Hallelujah. Verse 12. Verse 12, brother. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised them that love him. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempted he any man. 
But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So people who are already lost, they think they've got it. Hallelujah. Because they are not working upright with God. Hallelujah. Amen. You, because you are working upright with God, then the devil is going to be after you. Hallelujah. Amen. What is the use of challenging a defeated thing? Hallelujah. You challenge the strong thing, hallelujah, so that it can be shown that now you are also strong, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So that's why verse 15, it says, uh, uh, 14, it says, but every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed, hallelujah. Verse 17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Verse 19, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Remember when Brother Mkabi was talking about these things, when he was preaching the test of faith. Hallelujah. Yes, be swift to hear. Hallelujah. And then you slow to what? To speak. Amen. And slow to? To the wrath, hallelujah, because when you are in wrath, hallelujah, you are going to do blunders. And when we say apologize, then it will be shame on you, hallelujah, amen. amen. And we are going to take wrong decision if you are under the wrath. So let us be wise, as the Bible says so. For the wrath of men worketh not the righteous of God, hallelujah. Remember, if God can be so wrath to us, hallelujah, He's just going to wipe us out then there will be no person. But he's having that love for us. Hallelujah. He wants us to do the right thing. But now man in himself, he always runs from doing the right thing. That is his nature. We are born in in iniquity. Hallelujah. We are raised in this world. We came uh, into the world speaking lies. Hallelujah. So it is our nature to run from the presence of God. Hallelujah. So that's why when the word is not there. Hallelujah. Amen. You can do all things that you will never thought that, ah, brother, is this what you can do? Hallelujah. Amen. But it is the word that is keeping us. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So be ye, not, be ye not afraid, because God Almighty is still in the business of doing us good. Amen. Paragraph 36, the approach to God, preach 1955, 0123a. Now, if you ever notice how that when the disaster struck Job's home and the children was all killed and everything, all Job had was destroyed. God wasn't rebuking Job. He was only paging Job. Amen. I like that word, page. And if you go to the meaning of dictionary, to page is to get rid of unwanted thing or quality I think that disturbed the real purpose. Hallelujah. The branch that bears fruit, then God purges it. That will bring forth more fruit. The trouble of it is, we think sometimes God is angry with us. But he is only trying to purge us that will bring abundance of fruit, giving us a few trials. The Bible said uh, said that now they are worth more to you than precious gold. Amen. Paragraph 38. He wants us to. If the earthly parents want us to do well, what about our heavenly parent, the Lord Jesus? He has to correct us 
And the scripture says, if we cannot stand a chastisement or a weeping child protection, then we become illegitimate children and not the children of God. See, if you are really born again, get it now. If you are really born again, there is nothing can separate you from God. That's right, my brother, my sister, nothing. Neither starvation, perils, trials, suffering, death, nothing can separate us from the love of God, which is in Jesus Christ. And we have accepted Christ. Well, I started to be a Christian one time. Everything began going this way and that way. And I thought, my, I was better off the other way. You never did come to God, brother. If you ever really come to God and got a taste of the heavenly gifts of God, partaker of his divine nature, why you could no more become a sinner again, unbeliever? It's your nature. You are made up. You have come the right approach. Hallelujah. So now if things, as I've said, as I've said that now, um, being a believer, always the devil will, will always be after you. Hallelujah. The ones that are on his side, he's covered with them. He's only chasing us. Hallelujah. Amen. So all what we need, we need a faith like the mustard seed. Hallelujah. And there is something there in the faith like mustard seed. They say mustard seed cannot be hybrided or you cannot mix it up. It's a small, tiny seed, hallelujah, amongst all the seeds. So now, meaning that if it cannot be hybrided, so Jesus types it like our faith. So our faith cannot be hybrided with the world. It must be pure to Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Paragraph 14, exhortation of divine healing. Fifty-one oh five oh one. Now Jesus said, let them grow together. And at that day, as he spoke in Hebrews, that the thorns and thistle, which was in the wheat field, will be gathered and bent to the judgment. But the fruit, of course, we are known by our fruit the way we live. And now the same thing is divine healing. Hallelujah. Many brethren have a way that they properly lay hands on the sick, or I've seen some of them shake them, and some of them put the hands of them, that they will fall down in the floor. Different ways like that, I do not know, I cannot say, that God works in my mysterious way. He's wonders to perform, and God is working as long as these people are getting healed and they are pointed out to, pointed to Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. If I can get to you, audience, to see the right now, to be healed is just as sound and solid as faith in God does the healing. All we need is just to have faith in God. Hallelujah. And, you must, and it must be built first upon the word of God. Because when the storms come, it will never move from there. It will stay there. That's your faith in Christ. If you know first that Jesus Christ taught divine healing and give it an issue to his church to practice it until he returns, then you will see that it is. Amen. 
Go ye into the world and preach the gospel. Hallelujah. And this sign shall further them that believe. Why? If they lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. That is your gift. Hallelujah. And the gospel never come by weight only, but through power and demonstration of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You see, so it's to demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Each one of us now by acting upon our faith in God for divine healing. Hallelujah. So faith without work is dead. Hallelujah. Amen. We need that faith that is alive. Hallelujah. Remember the rod of Aaron. When it goes into the Shekinah glory. Amen. It bats. Hallelujah. Because now why? In Christ there is life. Amen. Look at the approach of the Canaanite woman. Amen. Who want healing for her daughter? Amen. He wanted to heal him from, but Jesus didn't uh, uh, answer him. And then he pursued again. By the time Jesus responded, he bring the issue of race. He said, "Now it is not, Amen. Uh, uh, it is not uh, worth to take the food." And give it to other people. Hallelujah. But the woman's approach, the Canaanite woman's approach, hallelujah, was to get her daughter. So he persevered for those blessings. Hallelujah. And then he listened what he said. He says, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Imagine if it was ourselves. You ask for the blessings and the, 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 that. Uh, uh, Christ tells you that now it is not for you and I'm not going to give it to you. But look at the approach of the woman. There he see that now even if you eat there should be crumbles that falls down. Then he wanted those. And what happens? He got the blessings right there. The right approach to God gives will make you to persevere. And then what is to persevere? Is to hold on onto your goal. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. So we should hold on on to Christ. Amen. Irrespective of the condition, you must rise above those conditions. Amen. And another character in the Bible, Martha, after Lazarus' death. Hallelujah. He, after Lazarus has died, buried him for more than three days. Hallelujah. But when Jesus came, because he believed in the weight, when Jesus came, look at her approach. He never come and talk negative things. All that she said says, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Hallelujah. But now I like the further sentence. It says, but even now, whatever you ask of God, God will give it to you. What an approach. And then what happens? The situation changes from what? From mourning to rejoicing. Hallelujah. So we need the right approach to this um, uh, God's gift. Amen. Amen. Certain things, they don't need you to wait for a pastor or a deacon or a brother or a sister to come and correct you. You've got Christ. The ark is in you. And God is talking to you. So as long as you have accepted Christ, hallelujah, that small still voice will talk to you. So all what you need to do is just to repent and do things right. Don't wait for somebody to come and tell you that, hey, here you are doing wrong. Christ is in you. Hallelujah. So if he's in you, you'll talk. 
Listen to that small still voice. Hallelujah. The angel and the commission, paragraph 49. If I could come here and produce that one time and prove that it is the truth, that every person in this building that's got any salvation at all ought to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and say, just lay your hands on me, brother, and pray. I'll get well. Hallelujah. That's all I have to. Is that right? Therefore, I could just meet great multitudes. But hundred comes to the meeting and go away and say, I, di- I didn't even get in line and have tried and passed the line through and asked them. He never designed my case. Well, you know what's wrong with you? You know what you have done in your life. Why should I come up here and reveal that to you and tell you the things that you have done? And things when you know what you have done. If you are a sinner, get right with God. If you have done wrong, don't wait till the Holy Spirit has called it out here for you on the platform. Get right with God. Get right with God right there and confess it. Then come online. Hallelujah. So the prophet was emphasizing that he could pray for more people other than discerning. But now the people were wanting more discernment other than pray. That's what Brother Barrero was saying. You just lay the hands, your belief. You just lay the hands. No discernment and all that thing. You just follow the basics. If it says now, is anyone sick amongst you, let him bring the, the, the request to the elders and let the elders pray and anoint him with all. He will get healed. That's it. No one you want to be a prophet. Basics, the right approach. When a man, this is in looking at the unseen, paragraph 34. When a man once catches that vision of the invisible God and know that he's always present, there is something that stabilizes that man's thinking. It stabilizes his actions. And in the time of distress and trouble, it will make him look upward and above the things that are happening around him. Because he is looking at the unseen, yet by promise. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we don't want you to come and tell us, hey, on this day, this is what you do. We want just a wait. Hallelujah. Now, how Abraham, not only did he see the unseen, and the reason he believed it was because God said it. And if we, being dead in Christ, we are Abraham's seed, And if the spirit that was in Christ dwell in us, it does the same thing. It takes every divine promise of God that is in his Bible and call it the present tense and rest itself upon them. Hallelujah. And then on the message, redemption by power, the prophet says he went to a certain restaurant, hallelujah. And when he was there, hallelujah, there was an old woman that painted herself, hallelujah, with men that are drunk there, hallelujah. And then he began to judge, hallelujah, that old woman, amen. And then he thought in his sense, oh, I thought, God, how can you stand it? How can you look at such as that? When you even in my heart, I'm as a bad as I am, yet still I wonder if my little Sarah and Rebecca will have to raise up in such a generating to see that coming on. 
Lord, why don't you just wipe it off the face of the earth? I thought, why don't you just do it? Amen. The prophet was sitting there judging the old woman. This was what he was thinking. But now what he happens, then the vision came. He saw, amen, amen, uh, himself every, t- every time then he has seen, amen. There was the blood of Jesus Christ. His sins were bumping against uh, the blood of Christ. Then right there, the approach changes, amen. The first approach was wrong, amen. He has judged the person. And then now instead of going and telling her about the gospel, that's the commission of us. Go ye into the world and preach the gospel. You can preach the gospel by your life, hallelujah. So the prophet, the prophet his approach was wrong and God then rebuked him right there. And what did he do? He repented and do the right thing. He just went there and talked to the lady and he led her to Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Are you still enjoying the right? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now let's check. Sometimes in business cycles, when things don't go right, economy is falling, operations are not good. They normally the management pause and think of strategic planning. Hallelujah. Then on that strategic planning, they try to figure out what can be done to turn the results in a positive way. Amen. Uh, Just to give you an example, with the same resources, they are not bringing up new resources because now economy is going so now. They just want positive. So it means now if you have worked overtime, then they are not going to pay pay overtime. Overtime will still be worked, but now it's changed in a form of you rest. Hallelujah. And then any scrap, things that are not working, instead of throwing them away, they gather some of them, then they take it to scrap to be weighed, and then they get. So in that, they employ all such with the same resources, same conditions that they are exposed in, so that now they can turn the results. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now the same approach, it's us. We have accepted Christ. We attended the service. We are doing that. We are not drunkards. We are not smokers. We are not. Then what happens? Same conditions, but now we are not getting the results right. So what must we do? Then we must pause back to the basic. We must go and seek God. You know those things that are making you to be heavy and derailing you from the God's gift. Go get rid of them. As you will be going to this December reflecting what has happened in 2019, you go and throw them away. We're not going to change the porter. The porter is still the same. He's still God. The same yesterday, today, and forever. So we're not going to bring another God. We still remain with that God. The only thing that has changed is on our side, the way we have been approaching things. Now we have get into a way of being so used to. Hallelujah. So now we must go and dust that. Hallelujah. So that now we can, hallelujah, in 2020, therefore move forward. So even us, that's our strategy. I mean, to go back to the basics. Hallelujah. The right approach will make you to thrive. You will be persistent. Mm. 
in an opinion, of course. Uh, so the basis of, of persistence is the power of will. A lack of it will bring failure. We know weak desire bring weak. Weak desire brings weak results. Just as a small amount of fire makes a small amount of heat. Hallelujah. So you know if you are making a fire, if you make a small fire, then you will get a small amount of heat. But if you want big, you just have to keep on increasing the fire. Burn more so that now the heat can be more. The same with us. If you see your desire is fading away in Christ, I mean, burn it, burn, burn, put more fire into it. Read more of the Bible and the spoken word. Visit people who will encourage you. Hallelujah. Yes. And brethren are there, relatives are there. All the things that are policy. Be right with God. And then what happens, then the whole atmosphere will change. Hallelujah. But now, after that, that's Galatians chapter 4 verse 9. But now, after that ye have known God, or rather are known of God, how turn ye again to the weak and beggarly elements, whereunto ye desire again to be in bondage. Hallelujah. To know Christ is to be free. That's that, that's that Sabbath that was talked about. I am the Lord of Sabbath. That's what Jesus Christ was saying. So now, if you now you want to leave this, you are going back to bondage. Back to bondage. So those are the scarcity mindset. Hallelujah. How ten, that's why the Galatians, how ten ye again to the weak and beggarly elements. Hallelujah. You're making yourself, hallelujah, to beg again. You're going to be a beggar. If you leave Christ, you are going to be a beggar. Hallelujah. Amen. You will always be begging. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me just read this quote. Uh, I think Brother Brera uh, read it and talked about it, but there is another version that I want it. Uh, witnesses, paragraph 540303. 540303, paragraph 25. Uh, that's uh, Witnesses. Let us read that, my brother. You've got it? 54.303, paragraph 25. Yes. 25. Yes, paragraph 25. Jesus Christ is in the building tonight to perform miracles, but he does it through his church, his people. They shall lay their hands on the sick and they shall recover. In my name, they shall cast out evil spirits. Is that right? The commission given to the church. That's what the matter with the church today. It does not know its position. If you know positionally who you was and what you are tonight, there will be a feeble person here in the next five minutes. That's right. The thing of it is you are looking, into, you are looking off into a millennium for something to happen when it's already here. We are having Christ. Amen. What is it that you seek? Ask, it shall be given. Hallelujah. We are the sons of God. Not we will be. We are right now. Hallelujah. That's why when I started this, I said we are going to be blessed. Hallelujah. Why? 
because he's in our midst. He said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I shall be. So there will be people here that will live with those God's gifts. Hallelujah. It's just depending on the way you approach it. Hallelujah. If you are negative, you're going to live with nothing. But in his presence, hallelujah, you must just seek more. Tap, hallelujah. Right now, we, uh, this minute, we are seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus now. And if you'd only recognize that, and the supreme authority that Jesus Christ has given to every believer, everything you have desire of, need of, only thing you have to do is ask and receive it. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe, you will receive it. It will be given unto you. That's Mark chapter eleven twenty four. Hallelujah, Amen. Two weeks back, uh, at uh, at my work there, my machine has got a cutter. Then that cutter gets stuck, and then it was at the position. Whatever that you do, you are going to break the cutter. And it's December now. Uh, I have to order it there in Europe to bring it back. Uh, so that's going to... And then on that day, it's a special machine. Keys were just getting in. Then somebody dropped, dropped. My wife was just collecting them. And I have to use that machine. I was so stressed up. I tried my thoughts. Mr. Google. Mr. Google fell. <laughs> and then now I was at a critical position. At the same time, brother, my father, I can just imagine money is going to return back, brother. And then now my wife could see that I'm so stressed up. Then he just came to me. He just says, pray for the machine. Then I pause a little bit. I pause a little bit. I say, pray. And I said, okay. Because it was busy. Customers that side, um, workers working. So I just lay the hands on the machine. I say, oh, Lord. I just need this machine to work. I need to get this thing out. And then I took, just a plier, take it out. Brother, it, I nearly even break the, the cut. Of course, when it goes out, it, wanted, it goes with a, with a shot because now I've tried everything. So, but now I was so happy. We see that now these blessings are here. If, If we just believe in him, whatever that ye desire, whatever ye desire, whatever ye desire, it will be given unto you. And right there, then uh, the machine was back operational. I cut. There was a big smile. Hallelujah. (laughs) And then uh, this, I'm just trying to show you these blessings. You ask for big things. God will give it to you. But I'm just showing you God is with us. This week, um, two days back, was it three days or four days? Three days. Then I was uh, studying, preparing. It's five o'clock in the morning. I was studying this, studying, studying. I forget to switch the phone to flight mode so that I don't get disturbed. Yeah. Then while I'm still studying, checking, reading the word, then the phone enters, just after five. Then I look. It's one of the person that I used to work with at municipality. He just phoned. He says, hey, brother, the door cannot open. 
I said, here, yeah, the door cannot open. He says, yeah. It looks open and everything, but when I pull in the lever, it cannot open. But now I think, oh, I cannot leave the, the study. I'm in a study, I just forget to. But I said to the brother, but the door is open. Then the brother, he just, then the door open. You know what did he said? He said to me, oh, man, hey, you are the anointed man of God. <laughs> he, he said, yeah, you still love God. He says, you are the anointed man of God. Many, this thing wanted just me to call you. And then, but I knew, I knew because the guy knows that I'm a Christian. So he says, you are really anointed man of God. Now I've saved myself thousand rent. I said, oh, brother, God bless you. But I'm just showing you. We are not... We are not realizing the power that we have by just accepting Christ. And the sons and daughters of the world, the sons and daughters of the world, they are making use of those blessings. Some of you at the place of work, they rely on you. They know when things are, we'll just go to that sister or that brother. Then things are going to be, because why? They can realize that now there is light in your life. Amen. And whatever, you don't realize, whatever that you are doing, then it touches a move. Touches certain. And that's what is God is all about. When he speaks, it is done. Hallelujah. So now, uh, get the right way of approaching God's gifts. They are there. Hallelujah. Let us just do them. We are sitting right on top of these blessings. Let's realize them. Amen. So some of these quotes, we are going to repeat them. Hallelujah. Uh, I'm just going to read two more quotes and read the scripture, then we, we will be done. Amen. Under the message expectation, paragraph 13, my favorite uh, quotation. It's the mental attitude that you have. Remember this and never forget it. The right mental attitude towards any promise of God will bring it to pass. The right mental attitude towards any promise of God. It doesn't take gifts of healing to heal the six people. Any person in here here, has the right to meet Satan anywhere. If you are a Christian and defeat him on any ground that he could stand on. Hallelujah. So all what we need to do is the right mental attitude towards any promise of God. It will bring it to pass. Then just, just a right mental attitude. Then everything is done. Amen. So in God revealing himself, Paragraph 39, 50.08.13. Now this may seem strange. Everybody, Brother Brenham was in discernment. Everybody to be real reverent. Just what I was trying to do to the woman was get her in the right mental attitude. She wouldn't have to be prayed for. The right mental attitude towards any promise of God will bring it to pass. So the brother Bradham under discernment, hallelujah, he was talking to the lady, not praying for her, talking to her, so that now 
she can be tuned up. Hallelujah. And tap into those blessings. Hallelujah. So now the prophet says she, she, she shouldn't have been prayed for. Hallelujah. That's what I've said. Sometimes you want to pray, 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 pray. Visit a brother that you know that when I'm this, with this brother, I get recharged. That sister, I get recharged. Talk to them over the phone. Then he will give you uh, something. Hallelujah. God is in a man. We have read it. Man is God's agent. Hallelujah. So you won't be, you are not a prophet. So you're not going to see God here. Hallelujah. Or now the angel is going to visit you every time you have made a mistake to correct you. No. Hallelujah. He's going to use a man. Hallelujah. So that's why I say interact. Be at the right. So things will going to be right. The word is a seed that a sour sort in the ground, and every seed shall bring forth its kind. If you need salvation, the seed's here. If you need healing, here is a seed in the word. The word of God is a seed. Put it in your heart. Don't dig up every morning to see if it's sprouted. Put it in there and leave it there. Hallelujah. If you believe, you cannot go to the mirror now. You see there the mirror. Am I a believer? Am I a believer? Am I a believer? You believe. If you have plow, brother Chetty, if you have put something on the field, that's it. It will grow. If as long as there is enough amount of heat and moisture, then it's going to, it's going to. That's all. You believe. You can't do farming without belief. Hallelujah. So is you. In this world, you need a belief. Things are happening. The world is falling apart. Men wants to be women. Women wants to be men. Hallelujah. Things are falling apart. They don't want to go to school to go and learn. And what did they learn? Filthy things. Hallelujah. They don't come up with the results. So what do we need? We need Christ. We need really Christ. Prophet says, water it by faith and praise every day, thanking God for it. Some of you can't even pray. In the morning, you just wake up, then off you go to work. Immediately, you arrive at work. They throw you with this. Why this project is like this? Why you didn't do that job? Oh, all these things. You forget to pray. Hallelujah. Prayer changes the situation. Hallelujah. Amen. Then another one under enticing spirits, 5507.24. Give me a preacher. Give me a Christian, a favorite script for the, for the, for the pastor. Give me a Christian. Give me a housewife. Give me a farmer. Give me a manager. Hallelujah. Give me a contractor. Give me a general worker. Give me a housewife. That will put God first in everything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll show you a man will be successful in spite of all the devil can put on him. Hallelujah. So we believe in God. So the right mind. We believe in God. Hallelujah. So as long as you have put God there, whatever that you are doing. Hallelujah. 
it can be when people see it as a lousy thing or a lousy work or what, but God is going to bless you. Hallelujah. Remember what happened when the ark of God was at Obed-Edom. Hallelujah. Just to stay there for three months, the whole house Obed-Edom was blessed and, he, and all his things, all. God doesn't all. When it says all, I like the way pastors put it. When it says all, all. The whole three months, the brother just gets it. Just say another one, they are dying. This brother say, let it bother here for a while. Then he gets blessed. So that's all you need to do. Take Christ. Put it in you. Put it in your house. Hallelujah. And then you will get blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. We're living in this world. Some of the things that are happening to the people out there, they are scary. You even wonder, is this really happening? Yeah, you want to pinch yourself. It's, eh? Then, but those things are happening. So we are privileged sons and daughters of God. So let us not play with those gifts. Amen. That's why the prophet says, give me a preacher, give me a manager, give me a contractor. Give me electrician. Give me the locksmith. Amen. Give me a farmer, factory worker. Give me, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, brother, best locksmith here in Pumalang. I'll show you a man will be successful in spite of all the devil can put on him. Hallelujah. If he seeks God first, hallelujah. There are your blessings. Amen. James chapter 5 verse 17. Elias was a man subject to like passion as we are. Elias was a man subject to like passion as we are. Meaning he can lie and repent. He can be caught up in fear and run away. And that's what was Elias. He was just a man like us. So you lie, repent, do the right thing. If you caught up in fear, fear is of the devil. But if you caught up in fear, hallelujah, see God, run away. But hey, when you run away, once you come to your senses, you say, why did I run away? Remember the story of King Agrippa, the, 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 the brother then running away from King Agrippa. Then he wanted to run away. But the Lord showed him to go back. Hallelujah. So now, Elias was a man subject to like passion as we are. And he prayed earnestly that it might not rain. And it rained not on the earth by the space of three and six months. He prayed again. And heaven gave rain. And the earth brought forth fruit. What prevent you? The same thing you can do. If you are having Christ, Christ doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. What he did to Moses, he will do to you. There he did to a Jittatite, Obed Edom. He was blessed. Not even in Israel camp. He just said, oh brother, we are having a a space here. This space will be nice for the ark. Just pack it there. Then the brother accept. But his whole house was blessed. Whether they were chickens, brother, they were blessed. Dogs, blessed. Camels, blessed. All that he has. Amen. When the weight is in you. So you stop talking negative about yourself. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Are you a student? Yes, you'll be blessed. The whole campus must know that now, hey, there is a lady there, there is a brother there. Yes, they must know that there is a lady, there is a brother there. He, he or she is not like us. And then they should come and hear what, if you talk, what is it that you're going to say? And then you're going to point them to Christ. You preach the word what, in whatever that you do. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalms 1 chapter, yes, it's, it's Psalms chapter 1 verse 3. Then I close. We shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. When the word Christ himself is in us. Yes. That bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Not haphazard. Everything in order. So God is going to bless you. You must just know the position where you are at. Maybe you're asking too much. It is not your time. But God is going to bless you. Amen. Amen. Remember my five years with Mr. Google. Millions are there. I'm still going to make them. But Mr. Google lied. So when Mr. Google lied, then those things, they cannot go. So because now I was going to say to myself, Oh, brother Mpanyana. Yeah, my brother, you know, when I plan, things can happen. But where is Christ? No Christ. So I was going to glory myself. So now I have to round in order for me to go to the... Uh, promised land. Hallelujah. So now, so that now I can realize what's gotten. So that things can be tough. And then when things are tough, then I can seek him. Hallelujah. He can mold me and put me as that stature of a perfect man. Amen. No, don't worry. Millions are there, brother. And I'm still going to, one of my promises is that I'm still going to buy a private jet. Hallelujah. And I'm happy some things are, are happening. Yes, in Zimbabwe, things are happening, brother. Ne? Yes, so even myself, it's a promise. I'm going to have a private check. Brother, I'm happy and Mpanyanade. No, when you normally talk, I say, ah, my private jet, brother. So, a nice one. Yes. So, while I'm still enjoying the backside of the desert, scorchy sun, hallelujah, they are still designing it. Hallelujah. So what is happening? That bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Not haphazard, in order. And his leaf also shall not wither. So in the presence of Shekinah glory, nothing wither. The rod of Aaron have put forth the buds, showing life in it. Hallelujah. The same has happened to Obed Edom. Things even if they were dead. Amen. Maybe his project was stalled. Didn't know. But they were starting to roll. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And whatsoever he doth, and whatsoever he doth, or doeth, shall prosper. Hallelujah. Whatsoever, so as long as you believe, you are in the right position. Don't give out shabby works. Give the best. And when you give that best, then God is going to. That's why I say I'm a best locksmith, brother. So don't worry. I give the best. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. So give the best. So and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So don't look at the condition to say that, ah, it's pain here. It's what, what, whatever that you do shall prosper. Amen. 
So if just a man, devil gives you uppercut, yeah, then you just say, ah, no, it's done with me. No, quote these things. You'll see them, the way will come clearer. Amen. Hallelujah. So this is what I wanted to give you today. Hallelujah. So as you'll be going to December, please, hallelujah, go and think about God first. Hallelujah. Amen. Plan and see what you have done in 2019. Hallelujah. And then as 2020 comes, then that God gives you um, more strength, amen, to serve him more, hallelujah, to do, so that we can preach this gospel, hallelujah. People can see that God is still alive. God bless you as we stand, amen. (laughs) Brother Kune, if we can just say, Kimoni Jesu, hallelujah. I've seen the Lord, amen. Musician to help us. Give money, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And then when it comes to the end, then I'll ask Brother Chetty to come forth and pray for everything. Hallelujah.
security and if there's no security then what are we going to do I said Lord I don't care whether it's a green mamba or a black mamba or a viper whatever it is I'm not accepting it this time so immediately when I got home the first question I asked dogs lying on the floor Josephine's crying wife is uh, panicking the immediate question I asked is did you pray and she said yes we prayed in my heart and I said no God doesn't want that I said, God wants action. You know, and I said, God needs us to pray. We need to pray. We need to get together. We need to pray. That's what God wants. And immediately we did that. And I said to her, I don't care what the dog's not dying. That's it, finished. The dog's going to live. Within seconds after that, we saw, we could see the, I don't know what it is, but the, the, wherever the injury was, the eye was completely closed. The dog's head was swollen twice the size. And uh, immediately then, I didn't even bother about it. I said, I don't care anymore. God's going to heal the dog. And then immediately, just seconds after that, the dog was up and about and running. And it's perfectly fine this morning. Just like Elias, amen. Same passions, we're all born. Amen. We're just facing a, a new year. And we just look back and we realize it's absolutely the grace of God. Amen. It's nothing that we could ever done to get through the year. Nothing that we would ever do. Amen. To merit God's grace and blessings. Just think about it. Amen. So many accidents. Amen. So many situations. Amen. But God brought us through this morning. Amen. We just want to bow our heads and with our hearts now. 
humbleness in our ways and just say this morning, amen, as we just want to approach the Lord, amen, with the music playing softly, amen. Dear Heavenly Father, dear gracious God, Lord, we, we just come before the Lord as human beings, Father, all by the grace of God, Father, that we could look and look at the years and how you just seen us through, dear Lord. Without you, Father God, we know we would have never made it, Father. The bountiful blessings, Father, that you bestowed upon our lives, Father, we could name them one by one, dear God. Lord, with all we have done and said, but yet you brought us through, Father. And Lord, we call a halt this morning, like I called a halt yesterday, Father. We just want to say thank you, dear God. Lord, we may say it in our hearts, dear God. We may say it with different ways, but Lord, this morning we just want to say thank you, dear God. Without that love of God, that unconditional love of God, without that covenant of God upon our lives, Father, that we never make ourselves the spiritual Israelites, Father. We never made ourselves the seed of God, Father. Our names were written there, dear God. Yet you bless us and you keep us and you answer our prayers. We're so thankful, dear God. Even when we cannot even say sometimes, thank you, Father. Yet you bless us and keep us, Father. Lord, this morning, Father, the children of God, each one of us, Father. Lord, thou knowest the heart of each and every child of God, Father. Thou knowest, Lord, the trial of each and every believer this morning, Lord. Thou knowest, Lord, the hurts and the pains and the agony and the frustration, Lord, of each and every believer this morning, Father. Lord, I pray, dear God, in the name of Jesus Christ, like how you heal just a possum, just a dog, Father, just those small little things, Father, more what you could do to the Son of God, Father, and a daughter of God this morning, Lord. I pray, dear Lord God, a super anointing would come down from heaven. Lord, just flood their souls, dear God, in so much, dear Father, that, Lord, their desires and their uh, passions and their, Lord, wants and needs, Father, that they have to take us through, dear God. Where do we go, Father Peter said, dear Lord? You have the words of eternal life, dear God. And we pray this morning, dear God, that you would undertake and bless the church and the efforts and the pastor, dear God, and all the plans that we have, dear Father. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Bless your servant even this morning, dear God, that the Lord just fell into the channel of God, and fell into the inspiration, Lord, of the Spirit of God that was so needed this morning, dear Father. It is thus saith the Lord and nothing less, Father. We just pray, dear God, that you would just continue to anoint him, bless his family, dear God, and continue to lead him, Lord, in the ministry, Father. We commit it all to thee, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. 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 We are thankful. Hallelujah. Uh, the Lord has blessed us this far. Hallelujah. Amen. And then we thank him for all that he has done also here at Lighthouse Tabernacles. Your efforts, hallelujah. Every time you came when it's cold, rainy, sunny, hallelujah. And you're still bearing with us, hallelujah. Amen. So 2020, God is going to bless us more and more. Hallelujah. Amen. As I ask uh, my wife, I can 
Wonderful day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wonderful day. God bless you as we enjoy this. It's a wonderful day.